0: Shot clock at three, Butler with Brogdon on him. It's a long three, and good!
1: Oh, Jimmy frickin'
0: Butler puts it in!
1: This is BetQL Daily, presented by
0: MGM From BetQL. Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, and Aaron Hawksworth here with you. Previewing Game 2 of the Western Conference Finals happening tonight between the lakers and the nuggets Den- denver already leading the series one game to nothing it is a tighter spread than game one though denver only five and a half point favorites at home here the total 226 and a half and i want to jump right on in here joe because i think one of the reasons why this spread is tighter is because of one adjustment that the lakers made and it was putting rui Hachimura on Nikola Jokic and when that happened it certainly slowed down what Jokic's overall offensive capabilities happened to be uh instead of Anthony Davis uh being there in which Jokic was pretty much winning those battles one on one for the most part so nuggets head coach Michael Malone talked to reporters and said much is being made of them putting Rui Hachimura on Nikola Jokic like we've never seen that before so, yeah. A, Malone is keeping the receipts, and B, I do think he has a point here where it's, it's one of those things where, okay, it was a good adjustment to make in the moment, but you don't want to start the game with that because the Nuggets will come prepared. Malone and company did not, didn't really have a chance to adjust to Hachimura being the primary defender, but now that they've had a day off, they can put something together if and when the Lakers decide to go that route.
1: Wonderful point. I think that's a flaw in a, in a lot of uh, the preview stuff in the betting space. When we talk about adjustments or when we talk about the upper echelon of head coaches, we only tend to point to the team that lost the most recent game. How are they going to adjust? What changes are going to be made? You know, Denver can adjust too. Lakers won that second half. They scored 72 points in the second half, much like Denver did in the first half. So uh, I think Malone's overall point was, yeah, and now just because we won the first game doesn't mean we can't adjust to what we saw. And maybe part of the uh, points spread taking a dip is not only that matchup, but just that that we saw the fight at the end of the game with the Lakers. And I, I find it interesting the adjustments that we've seen, not only with the point spread, Aaron, but also uh with this total taking a, a significant jump.
2: Yeah. So I I thought that storyline was interesting too, because it's like I have written down like the Denver Nuggets can adjust to Rui on the Joker as well. It's <laughs> such a big deal. Like, they haven't seen a team throw everything at him before. It's kind of silly to me. But I do think Darvin Ham, especially as a rookie head coach, he's been one of the best at in game adjustments. So I think that is something that, you know, the Nuggets and Coach Malone need to be aware of, like, hey, they're going to make adjustments on the fly. They're not going to wait till after the game to make adjustments. (laughs) So um, the other thing that was interesting that I didn't realize is Jamal Murray, think he still had like 30 points, but he has an ear infection. And I feel like that would be awful playing in a playoff game. It's super loud atmosphere and you've got an ear infection. So I would hope that he's a little bit better too. I was hearing that, you know, some of the guys on the nuggets were sick. Um, so hopefully they'll be a little bit better, but I'm wondering if this second game, we talked about it a little bit, if things are just going to slow down a little bit here and the under, I think, could be interesting, you know, stepping it up defensively, both teams are going to make adjustments. Maybe they're also a bit tired. That game, like the Nuggets especially, they smacked them in the mouth, came out so fast. and It was almost like they exhaled a bit in the second half and they we're like oh we're up big we can take our foot off the gas maybe both teams come out a little bit uh I don't want to say tired but maybe this is a slower game and the under is interesting to me
0: ear infection in that altitude now I'm not Ooh, a doctor I just play real. one on the radio but I do wonder <laughs> if you're that high up if that's gonna be an, an added issue, if it gets exacerbated. So that's something that uh, I will definitely be paying attention to because, you know, how do you handle that, uh, you know, when, in that kind of context? you know Sometimes I just like to look at player props and just marvel at what we see here. Nikola Jokic, triple-double on BetMGM, yes, at minus 125, no is at oh minus better. 110. So he's a favorite Unbettable. to get a triple-double. And and that, and that's the interesting thing too is that it, you can't say all right well Jokic you go to town we're going to contain everybody else no if Jokic goes to town that means everyone else steps up as well because he's a great rebounder and great assist guy so there there has to be some limiting of him uh, to win a game much less a series Joe
1: he has three straight triple doubles so she, she he should be the favorite right I guess yeah yes I would never bet on it yeah. But I guess I guess he should. He's got three straight triple doubles, uh four in the last five games. It's crazy. It's insane. Last six games, that's what he's averaging. Thirty six points, fourteen rebounds, twelve assists. That's just barely getting over. He's crushing it. Uh he destroyed the PRA last game. It was fifty and a half. So what adjustment do they make for the PRA in this game? Fifty three and a half. <laughs> I'm like uh Yeah. I shouldn't bet it, but I want to. I don't know that I'm going to, no. but I really want to, especially uh, with Murray as well. I mean, yeah. I mean, Jokic is just completely dumb. The numbers he was putting up in that first quarter of game one, it was just silly stuff. And so the, they had to make that sort of adjustment. One thing I do w- wonder about the Lakers, as we see a lower point spread for game number two, the shooting that we got out of Reeves and Rui, how likely is it that we're going to see a repeat of that? Now, we've seen Reeves been pretty strong throughout the playoffs, but he did shoot 50%, most of it on the outside. And then Rui was 8-for-11 from the field. But it's also the Lakers, so it doesn't have to be them. It could be some combination of a couple other players stepping up uh, in scoring after LeBron.
2: I'm glad you brought that up, because there's another storyline that's interesting. There's reports that the Lakers could have D'Angelo Russell come off the bench, but that the Lakers are worried if they do that, it's going to upset him and that he's not going to want to stay with the team and like all this drama, but he was horrible. Four for 11 played only nine minutes in the second half after registering a plus minus of minus 23 in the first half. I mean, he was just, really bad for them. And so I don't, I think it all depends on what adjustments they're going to make and also who's getting the most minutes because I agree. I don't know if those other two guys will have that kind of game, but who's going to even be in the starting lineup when it comes to props for the Lakers?
0: That's a really good question. And you know that there will be some kind of an adjustment because again, it's a chess match. So Darvin Ham at some point has to realize, hey. We did the Hachimura trick. It worked for the most part. Denver is going to adjust to that. What do we think Denver's adjustments will be if we decide to go that route? Now, it may go back to AD, and that's fine. But, you know, one of the reasons why Hachimura may very well get a lot of minutes is exactly what you guys are talking about. What he did offensively mattered a great deal. And so sometimes it's by design that you see these matchups, but sometimes it's out of convenience as well. If, say, someone is absolutely going off on the offensive end, well, defensively, you kind of force your hand to have them do certain things. Hachimura has certainly played his way to getting more minutes uh, in this series, at least. But at the same time, you know, Joe, I think you hit the nail on the head. D'Angelo Russell could very well have a much better performance. That's a possibility. Mm -hmm. Uh, We don't talk about Lonnie Walker enough, I suppose. Uh, That's a serious possibility. Uh, But Dennis Schroeder has had some great moments here. It it, it can be somebody completely random. And so to me, as far as playing these props are concerned, look for somebody who maybe had fewer minutes. Uh, You know, looking at the minutes, Schroeder had 32, Hachimura 28, Russell 26, Walker 10. I do wonder if, say, you look toward the bottom of that list, probably have lower numbers, and then pounce on those.
1: Uh, here, here's another one. It's, it's interesting that we haven't talked about this player as much during the Lakers run. We end up talking about their, their various role players, NADs, points and rebounds. But look at what LeBron's been doing the last couple games. Is he, has he turned it on? Is that where we're at? He was an assist shy of a triple-double in Game 1, 26-12-9. and nine. Uh, to uh, take out the Warriors, 39-9. and And Aaron mentioned the status of Murray. You know, he was dominating Murray last game. So what do we think about uh, attacking some of these LeBron props? We know they're going to be bumped up a little bit, and uh, they certainly should be at this point, uh, the way he's been playing. Because we spent so much time talking about when he's, is he saving, conserving energy? And I guess you could make that case the way he's playing right now
2: relying on the young guys to get to this point. I mean, LeBron for a triple-double, that is, gosh, I'm seeing plus 950, 9 to 1. Whoa, really? I know, and he's Um, like one off. He was one assist off, and the game before that, he was one rebound and one assist off. mm Mm-hmm. Don't they need LeBron to step up if they're going to do something, if they're going to win this game? Because who knows what's going to happen with the starting lineup. Denver is big. They, I think they need Rui back. Like, why would you <laughs> pivot and get away from what worked? At least get them in the starting lineup. I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do, but maybe that's too obvious to the Nuggets. Um, but I think LeBron triple-double is really interesting. I love it.
0: It is interesting. I wonder if the market is suggesting that this is going to be a bit of a dip for him. That, okay, he had a great game one, but can he string two games together with one day's rest, so to speak? That, to me, is a big question given his age, you know, lack of stamina. How does
2: the altitude affect you? I tried to go, like, on a scientific (laughs) deep dive on this this morning and told myself stop because I started wasting time. But after a couple days, like, aren't you starting to feel a little better there in Denver?
0: I'm glad you brought this up, because there have been deep dives on this, and as it turns out, if you look at every single of the four major professional sports in America, of every single home, venue, court, stadium, rink that you can imagine, the biggest home advantage of all four professional sports belongs to the Denver Nuggets. And it is entirely because Mm -hmm. of that altitude and because it is basketball where you tend to exhaust yourself a little bit more easily running up and down Mm -hmm. the floor. This is one of the reasons why I think there will be key times for the Nuggets to speed things up. I don't know if it happens in game two. I really suggest uh, going over and over or or looking at an over for game five because that may be the time uh, when you're dealing with AD and LeBron to speed things up a little bit, exhaust them uh, to where they, they don't have that sort of fourth quarter comeback available in them. So... In terms of uh, what to expect from Game Two, there are a lot of reasons why I think it's sharp movement that the spread is a good bit shorter. But at the same time, you know, there are plenty of prop bets that you can go over that would suggest that this can be a you know another higher scoring contest. One thing I wanted to bring up with you guys as well is okay, triple double minus one twenty-five. That seems about right to me because it's something a lot of us will be looking at. But Jokic over one and a half three-pointers made at plus 145, I can definitely see a couple of possessions where defensively the Lakers clamp down. Because again, they've been playing as well defensively as any team in the playoffs. So what if Jokic has to hoist one from three as the shot clock is winding down? Maybe that happens a few times and he knocks a couple of them down, Joe.
1: Uh certainly, in his last four games he's gone over one and a half in three of the four games he uh He tried it three times in the first game of the series. I can certainly see that What when's a home team going to lose between these two teams <laughs> home te- they haven't lost at home
2: hopefully' they not lost tonight. at home
1: do you think <laughs> So you guys are saying Denver goes up
2: 2-0? I think so mm-hmm. i do I think they're the better yeah. team and I just I think it's hard for them to slow down Jokic, and I think they'll make the right adjustments. But uh, Darvin Ham, I mean, he's been really good in game. So <sighs> I don't know. I got I think no
1: Lakers money good. line, huh? No Lakers money line.
0: Not this time. <laughs> you got you got greedy, Martin.
1: No, I'm I, asking. I can't do that. This I'm time. just just yeah. asking the question. <laughs> okay. It's going to happen. Somebody's right. going to lose at home at some point.
0: Well, it wasn't until, to. what, the sixth game? It wasn't until, what, the sixth game uh, when the Suns and Nuggets uh, had the road team winning. So right. it, it may take right. that long. And if that's yep. the case, then, you know, fine by me. But, I mean, that, that's just part of it, is that Denver has an incredibly good home court advantage. The Lakers do as well, especially with how they play defensively, that they will have – uh, some advantages as far as adjustments are concerned. Um, but, uh, you know, as far as tonight goes, I, I I do think that Malone's probably in the driver's seat as far as being able to react to things. Yeah, Aaron?
2: And also, Anthony Davis scored 40 points. I mean, what <laughs> more can the Lakers do? I mean, they got good contributions from LeBron and AD.
1: And Rui and Reeves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they still lost. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Uh, Right. Exactly. But maybe other guys will step up and make it interesting. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, there's already been some significant line movement on a number of NFL win totals. We will look at the big movers right here on the BetQL Network.
1: We'll be right back with BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network.